Lauren Davis is the Director of Cognitive Education at Bella Vista Shea. This is the arm of the school that is involved in training, and one of the courses Lauren offers is that of the Theory of Structural Cognitive Modifiability. This is a theory that was developed by Israeli clinical psychologist, Professor Ruben Feuerstein, and I'm delighted to have Lauren as my guest to tell me more. Lauren, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Sharice. It's lovely to be here today. So, Lauren, I was particularly excited to see you offer this course because I have to confess that I've met, I met Professor Ruben Feuerstein on a kibbutz in Israel a good couple of years back before his death in 2014. And I have to say, I did realize at the time that I was in the presence of greatness. Um, he spoke, I remember so clearly, he, he was frail, but so clear in his thinking. And at the time he was talking about ADD. And he was raising the fact that children, young children today were being overstimulated, if anything. Their problem was one of overstimulation, where parents are, were constantly putting things in front of their kids and not giving them a chance to actually take anything in. So when I, I saw his name and your name together, I thought I really would like to know more about his theories. So thank you so much for joining me. What thank are his you. theories and what is different about them? I firstly want to say that I'm so jealous of you that you got to meet him. What an incredible, incredible opportunity. So that, that is amazing. So at Bella Vista School, one of our, I know you mentioned about Bella Vista Share, but even within our school, our, our, probably our main focus is that of cognitive education. It really underlies everything we do with the children. So it comes into the area of academics, into therapy, into how we, we try to help children on a social, emotional level. So it, it really underpins everything. And, um, and I'll get a little bit into the training a bit later in our conversation. But when we look at his, his main theories that we, we base our work on, it is firstly what you said about the theory of structural cognitive modifiability, which holds the belief that every brain, no matter who you are, what you've been through in your life, where you find yourself at present, every single brain has the potential to change in its structure and, and what we're able to do. So we base our beliefs on that premise, a belief in hope and a belief in the ability to really change the structure of the brain. So that's the first theory that, that we hold really in an important light. The second is that of mediated learning experience. And, um, and that talk that you saw on the platform um, uses structural cognitive modifiability as a theory and then mediated learning experience really as the how and the what we do. So mediated learning experience is an approach that is very different to that of direct learning, which is one where we stand in front of the children and we're the fount of all knowledge and we deliver all the information. Mediated learning is different. It, it involves having an adult that sits and walks together with the child, that mediates the world, asks questions, helps the child to analyze and work out what's going on, and really is that person that stands in between the child and the stimulus, what they're learning, and then also between the child and their response. So we help them to formulate that and make sense of the world. So that, that idea of mediated learning is, is what we use in our approach to teaching and therapy and working with children. And then just the third part um, of Feuerstein's theory, which we also hold um, with, with much importance, is the area of dynamic assessment. So Feuerstein has um, developed 
a, an assessment together with Dr. Rabbi Rafi Feuerstein, who is his son, who runs the institute now, and many incredible colleagues that looks at learning potential. So it doesn't just look at static scores and IQ where the child is at at that time, but really looks at the child's ability to learn and the ability to take tools and strategies and see what they're able to do with that. Yeah, so those, those are really the, the three huge parts of this theory that, that we use in our practice at Bella Vista. Lauren, it's, it's reassuring because a lot of what you're saying kind of makes sense, which wonder, you wonder why, uh, what was used before. And I take it that before it was seen that all kids only had a certain amount of ability and, you know, you, your role as an educator was to ensure that, that as much information got literally drummed into the yeah. child and, and it was all responsibility then was on the child to make sure that that was done but now we understand that people are more holistic we some learn more by seeing and doing and touching and whatever to what extent has his theory actually taken over and to what extent do people use other methods of education yeah i think i wanted to mention really i'm not sure if, if many people listeners know where his theory developed from so i think that's really important and reuven foistein has the most amazing story. So I'm really just touching on a small part of it. But his work really began with Holocaust survivors. So he worked first as a teacher in a school in Romania when many parents had been taken off uh, to the camps. And his work there already began with teaching kids about thinking and culture and music. Um, later on, he had to flee Romania. And his work later began with with young adults and kids who had survived the Holocaust. And what happened was there, there were many, many parts of his story, but he became a psychologist and he was called to assess a group of students um, who were going to make Aliyah. And they, they had to be assessed on traditional IQ tests to really see where they would be placed within the system once they got to Israel. And when he tested these kids who had been in concentration camps and had really lost everything, been through the most severe trauma. They, they tested as, you know, the results were absolutely terrible. There was no hope. They tested as low functioning. And he said at that point, this makes absolutely no sense. You know, how is it possible that people who have been through the most incredible trauma that this could be realistic. And he that I chatted to dynamic assessment earlier, but that's where he looked at looking at potential rather than looking at, at static scores. And he, he developed a way to teach and, and test and then reteach. Um, so I'm going to go back to the question that you asked now, but I think that that's really an important place to start of where it all, all began. I've been really lucky to be in training and courses with people within this Feuerstein community from all over the world. And, it, and his approach is used in many, many places um, with parents and teachers and therapists um, and people working with children and adults. So within that framework and belief system, the belief really is in potential and in, in working with children to to make those changes. And, and you said something about responsibility. And I, I think that that for me is what, what comes out so strongly. What is our responsibility as a mediator, as a teacher, 
as a person who is working with others to say, what can I do and how can I change the way that I work in my environment to ensure that um, I'm finding ways to help children to learn. And there's definitely a move in many places and, and even many schools in South Africa that use approaches to thinking and cognitive education. Um, but there's so much more that needs to be done. Yeah, and I, I think within our whole system of education, how can we teach children how to learn? How can we give children strategies? And how can we work with people who are working with children to give them the strategies? And I say children, but this approach is used with adults. It's used in corporates. It's used with people going to university. So how can we really give uh, people the tools and empower people to be able to use this approach um, with all the people that they're teaching? I hope that answered your question, but ask me to elaborate if, if you want me to. <laughs> Apparently it did, and, and, and it is absolutely, I'm, I'm pleased you gave the historical background to, to Feuerstein. Um, it, it really is an amazing story and uh, mind shift in how education takes place. And perhaps um, with regard to, Bella Vista puts the child at the centre of the learning experience. And I just wondered to what extent that you've seen development using his methods and maybe some good good stories you can share. Yeah. Oh, we've seen really the most amazing, amazing things. One, one beautiful story that comes to mind. It's probably my favorite story of a, a child that I worked with for many years. He's on the, the autism spectrum. And a lot of the work that we did with him was to work on the social emotional side. So Boyerstein's Instrumental Enrichment, which, which is the, the program that we use, has a few um, different tools that work on developing theory of mind and empathy. And we worked a lot on, on emotions. And he um, we worked on intensity of emotions and understanding that happy could be at many different levels and sad could be at many different levels. And I remember him once coming into school and saying to me, I'm really angry today and you're not going to change that. Don't tell me to be happy. And I said to him, that's okay. I'm not going to tell you to be happy, but maybe you could just be a little bit mad or maybe you could just be a little bit cross. Um, and he responded really beautifully to that. And just as an example of how you can use this program to work on emotion regulation and understanding empathy, understanding others. So, so that's one example. But we've also got really incredible examples in academics and another example, I'll share maybe this one, is I work with a colleague of mine. We, we both speech and language therapists. So we work within the grade seven year group in all the classes. And we do an hour and a half of instrumental enrichment each week. All of our classes do that. It's part of our curriculum. But our um, tool that we use is one called illustrations. And it's, it really works to looking at moral dilemmas, life lessons. There's a lot of, of vocabulary and language development and storytelling that goes into it. But the, the, one of the, the main goals is to get kids to pick out life principles and, and things that you can carry forward into your life. And just what they come up with is, is just so profound and so amazing and so inspiring. So there, there's really a big range of, of tools and instruments that we use. But um, we, we try into, we, we, we have instrumental enrichment as part of our lessons, but then our goal is always to bridge it into academics, into social, and really a, a big part of it into building motivation and confidence within all the kids who, who we work with. It is really incredible. And, and thank you for explaining. We, we've run out of time, but I really 
did want to have this chat and understand more about who he was and how his work is incorporated. Uh, Lauren, is there any way people could contact you if they'd like to learn more? And also if they would like to join your course. Absolutely. I'll just tell you so they can look on bellavista.org.za. We've got some really exciting things coming up this year. We've got some recordings. So that's the one on mediated learning that you've seen. We've also got an incredible conference coming up over May and June with uh, local and international speakers all on this topic of cognitive education. And then really exciting this year, we're running um, some instrumental enrichment courses, which we're doing um, together with the Boystein Institute in Jerusalem. It will be internationally accredited. It's the five-day course. And so if anybody's interested, just to go onto the Bella Vista website, go to Bella Vista Share and just express your interest and um, we'll get back to you with more information. Thank you very much, Lauren. That was Lauren Davis, the Director of Cognitive Education at Bella Vista Shea.